Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey where we find ourselves in Judges chapter 9. And it was verses 1 through 2 that resonated with me this morning. It says, Abimelech, son of Gideon, went to his mother's brothers in Shechem and said to them and to all his mother's clan, Ask all the citizens of Shechem, which is better for you, to have all 70 of Jerubbaal's sons rule over you, or just one man? Remember, I am your flesh and blood. Today's podcast is entitled, Two Paths. I still have vivid memories of the bully. I remember his name. I can see his face in my memory along with the bathroom at Woodlawn Elementary School where it happened. I was in second grade. He was a year older than me. He was bigger than me. He was mean and intimidating. He demanded that I give him my lunch money, but the thing was I didn't have any. I always brought my lunch to school. This made him mad, and he feigned that he was going to hit me. He then told me that after school, he would find me, and he was going to beat me up. (laughs) I remember that two-and-a-half block walk home was sheer terror. But I managed to walk with my neighbor, who was two years older, and that gave me some comfort. That was my first experience with a bully, and it obviously left a strong impression on me. History is filled with those who use threats, violence, and intimidation for personal gain. What begins as bullying on the school playground can easily become a way of life that in adulthood turns into gangs, organized crime, rackets. I mean, the same tactics of power and intimidation get cleaned up, but still fuel political parties, corporate boardrooms, union organizations. I've also experienced the same basic bully tactics from powerful individuals in churches. Yeah. The stories of Gideon and his son Abimelech form the center of the book of Judges. Now, the ancient Hebrew writers, poets, and lyricists commonly used a literary device and placed the central theme of their work smack dab in the middle. Now, I mentioned in yesterday's post that one of the central themes of the book of Judges is the tension the Hebrew tribes were experiencing as they tried hard to be a theocracy, to follow God as their ultimate king. And the reality they were experiencing with their enemies of what a powerful leader slash king could do for a city or for a region. So at the center of the book are two contrasting examples of this very tension. Gideon and his son, Abimelech, take two very different paths to power and uh, end up in very different places. The story of Gideon provides the example of a powerful leader who humbly refuses to be made king. And he calls on his fellow Hebrews to recognize that God is their only true leader. In today's chapter, his son Abimelech provides a contrasting example. He takes the path of the power-hungry individual who will stop at nothing to seize and maintain power. 
Now, beneath the story of Abimelech are other subtle themes that were crucial in their time, and they still resonate today. See, Abimelech was one of some 70 sons of Gideon. He was the offspring of Gideon and a Canaanite slave girl. So it's very likely that the biracial son of a slave was treated as less than by his pure Hebrew half-brothers, the sons of Gideon's quote-unquote legitimate wives. So Abimelech uses his Canaanite blood, his position of relative power as Gideon's son, to convince the Canaanite people of the city of Shechem to appoint him their king. And then he goes all Michael Corleone and settles accounts with all the potential threats to his power, his brothers, by killing them all, with the exception of the youngest brother, Jotham, who escapes. Chaos, political intrigue, violence, vengeance, and the continuous struggle for power follow Abimelech through the entire chapter today. I mean, the Godfather epic is an apt parallel. Once he stepped down the path of power by violence and vengeance, Michael Corleone could tragically never escape the consequences of where it led. Abimelech found himself on that same tragic path. So in the quiet this morning, I said a prayer for my elementary school bully, wherever he may be. I hope God led him to find a better path in life. You know, he taught me a lesson that day, back in elementary school, he provided me an example of the person I never want to become, and I'm grateful for that. I also find myself pondering the simple contrast between Gideon and his son Abimelech. Now, Gideon wasn't perfect, but his deference to God's power, God's authority, kept him from the tragic ends experienced by his son. I've learned along my life journey that whatever positions of earthly power and or leadership I might find myself, they should come because I am led to them, not because I seized them for myself. As a follower of Jesus, I am called to the path of humility and service to others. Looking back from my current waypoint on life's road, I can tell you that it is a path that has always led, not always to easy places, but ultimately to good places. So I think I'll stick to this path. I hope you find yourself on a good path wherever you are today, my friend. Have a great one. We'll see you back here tomorrow.